There's nothing more frustrating for a parent than watching a bright, talented son or daughter struggle with an everyday task, like finishing homework or putting away toys. Now, an expert has translated some recent developments in neuropsychology into some helpful advice for parents. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with a look. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Peg Dawson has a doctorate in education and is a staff psychologist at the Center for Learning and Attention Disorders in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. She's also the co-author of a book called Smart But Scattered. What do you mean by that? What is it that makes a smart child scattered? Smart kids have a lot of skills that go into what we typically think of as smart. You know, good reasoning ability, good visual-spatial skills, good problem-solving skills. But they don't necessarily have the skills necessary to stay on track and get things done. Basically, what we call executive skills, which are the kinds of skills that are required for children to execute tasks. So it's things like time management and planning and organization and task initiation, getting started on tasks and even things like emotional control. All of those are skills that can really interfere with a child's ability to sort of stay on target and be productive. And that's, in a nutshell, what we mean by scattered. Are learning disabilities in general becoming more common these days, or is it just that we've gotten better at identifying them? Yeah, I think we've gotten better at identifying them, although what's also happened in this day and age is everything is sped up. So the demands on children are much greater than they were, say, a generation or two ago. We expect them to become independent pretty quickly because they often come from two working parent families. And we expect them, I mean, schools now really expect kids to do more complex tasks. I mean, I can remember doing worksheets when I was in first grade, and certainly worksheets are still present in schools and still assigned as homework. But a lot of what we're asking kids to do is really more complicated, and therefore more kids have problems with that, which ultimately gets them identified as having a learning disability. Now, you mentioned executive skills, which, of course, is much different than the average person might have imagined that those would be defined as. Is there a way that a parent, if they suspect their child might have problems in this area, can they figure out on their own what executive skill level their child has or what weaknesses they have, or is that something that requires some extensive testing? I think it's a two-step process. I think they can educate themselves, and if they familiarize themselves with the concept and decide that their child is really significantly different from his age peers, then they may want to seek professional help, either through the school and working perhaps with a school psychologist or through a center which really specializes in kids with learning and attention problems and executive skill problems. Look for the problem areas in the course of a child's day. If a child, for instance, has a very difficult time getting up and following a morning routine, getting out of bed, getting dressed, brushing teeth, eating breakfast, all of those things. By the time they hit early elementary school, if a parent is still having to follow them around and remind them of everything they have to do to fulfill that morning routine, that may be an executive skill problem. If parents are getting notes home from teachers or they're in teacher conferences where the teacher's saying he's so disorganized or he keeps forgetting to bring in the things he needs to bring in, the permission slips, the lunch money, that kind of thing, that would suggest an executive skill problem. The general guideline is if they feel like their child looks very different from other kids that same child's age or the kid's siblings when they were that age, around those skills of organization and planning and impulse control and time management, all of those things, then that suggests they may have an executive skill weakness. 
Our guest on InfoTrack is Dr. Peg Dawson. She's a psychologist and the co-author of a book called Smart But Scattered. Dr. Dawson, I'm sure there are a lot of different scenarios in this, but once it has been identified that a child has some executive weaknesses, what can parents do? There are really sort of three primary interventions. One is they can modify the environment to reduce the problems caused by poor executive skills. For instance, if a child has a terrible time cleaning up their room, they can have bins for different toys and books and things like that, or they can cue them to follow through a process for cleaning their room. They may help them organize their notebooks. They may help them think about how to remember everything they have to bring to school. Those are environmental modifications. Secondly, they can try to teach the child the skill that's missing. And that involves sort of breaking down the task and figuring out, okay, what do you do first? What do you do second? And sort of walking the child through the process, whether it's getting their backpack ready for school in the morning or cleaning their bedroom on the weekend. It's walking them through it over and over again until they internalize the process. And very often this starts at a young age, and parents ease off gradually as kids get older, but it's still a process of sort of walking them through the steps. And then the third is sometimes kids have these skills, but they're so effortful to use that they resist using them. And then what parents can sometimes do is use rewards or what we call incentives to encourage them to use the skills that they may be reluctant to. So if, for instance, messy homework is a problem, you can use a reward for doing the homework neatly the first time. Or if getting homework done on time is a problem, then you can use some kind of a reward for finishing your homework efficiently, those kinds of things. There are a lot of adults who are maybe in later life learning that they have learning disabilities and never knew it. Are these kind of executive skill difficulties something that basically go away once they're dealt with on a particular skill, or is it something that a person might struggle with for a lifetime? We're still learning a lot about that through research, but our experience working with kids and adults is that we think kids' executive skills can be shaped so that they can get better at them, you know, from childhood on into late adolescence and into adulthood. By the time people reach the age of 25 or 30, these are skills that are very difficult to significantly change. You can improve them around the edges, but if you are a disorganized person and you know you're a disorganized person, you're sort of stuck with that. <laughs> and I think from personal experience, I have a whole row of books on how to get organized on my bookshelf, and <laughs> none of them have gotten me organized. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why we think it's important for parents to understand how these skills develop in kids, because this is the chance to help them get on track so that by the time they are adults, they'll have higher level skills across the board. Do you have any final words of advice for parents who are dealing with a learning disabled child? Yeah, two pieces of advice. One is get informed and educate yourself about the kinds of problems your kids might be confronting, but also don't panic. Most of the problems, and I see kids every day of the week with some challenges that they're facing, but most of them are manageable. And these are kids who, despite our worst efforts and because of our best efforts, grow up just fine. And so I always worry that the parents are going to panic when they see a problem in a child, when in fact, take it one step at a time, and you really can help kids overcome a lot of these issues. Dr. Peg Dawson, psychologist and co-author of a book called Smart But Scattered, thank you for joining us on InfoTrack today. Happy to be here. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.